Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 40, recorded live on Saturday, October 6th, 2007. And here are your hosts, the man who still does not have his Xbox 360 back yet, Dave Play. Hello. And the man who's sitting here quietly petting his new Xbox 360, who's come back into his life. Made him a happy, happy man. Angelo, hi. All right, that sounds like you have a problem. <laughs> I, oh, it's it's so nice. So... Wait, what's this about a new one? Did, did they send you a completely new unit? They, they said um, in order to uh, facilitate your faster turnaround time, we are sending you a replacement one. Nice. I know. And When did they say this? They, they said this in a letter that I got in the box. Okay. But the box is on the other side of the room, so I can't get it right now. That is, you lucky little son of a monkey. No, 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 no. Even better? All right. So remember how my original Xbox 360 was a launch date? Xbox 360? Off of eBay. Yeah. This one, manufacture date, September 2007. So does it have the built-in HDMI? No. Oh, so close. Yeah. But it does have the better... uh, uh, DVD drive. It, it, it was made the quiet last, one. It was made last month. Yeah, so it should have the, the quiet DVD drive. Uh, I don't know. It, I haven't heard anything yet. Maybe and the new heat sink. Let me try turning it on, see if it... I yeah. want my Xbox back. Oh, well. You know what? That is actually a lot quieter. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like, I didn't even think about it, because normally I'm playing with headphones on, but I'm, like, sitting here, and it's on right now, and normally it was, like... It's hey, loud. Yeah. Now it's not. No? It's it's even in its little, like, cubby, so it's probably, like, even reflecting more sound back at me, but no, it's quiet. Dang. <laughs> wow. Okay, I'm going to turn it off now, because it generates okay. a lot of heat. We, we should probably actually get to the, the cast... Okay, fine. If you don't want to Maybe talk about just, I mean, if you want to pet your Xbox more, we, we can just, you know, stop all this and do it again later. I'm sorry, but now that you said that, I realize how, like, wrong that sounds. So anyway, um, so yeah, there, there's stuff to happen, right? Um, where should we start, Dave? That's a very good question. Ooh, you know what? I have one I'd really like to start with, because it's been in both of our previous episodes, and that would be the iPhone. Okay, where the iPhone was going to get unlocked, and then it wasn't going to get unlocked. And then it was unlocked, and then they bricked them, and then evidently it's been an indiscriminate bricking. Go figure. Uh, But a, a new review came out from Gizmodo. Uh, and a new review? New review. They they re-reviewed it. Okay. Because they, well, they based their initial review on the fact that the iPhone had a lot of untapped potential. And in fact, the, orig- the, the first review said, wait, don't buy it yet. Wait and see what happens. The new review, excuse me, is saying, don't even bother. We're done waiting. Uh, it has so much untapped potential, but... Because Apple has disabled third-party apps, that potential is gone. So it's it's not any better than any other smartphone out there. I love the little pictures that they have on the on the start of the article. The before or, after. Yeah. Yeah. So, and speaking of the article, uh, we should probably touch on this briefly. Our show notes guy, as I said before, is on a little hiatus. However, you can still get all the links that Andy and I are using if you go to dell.icio.us slash RAPodcast. That is our delicious page, and it lists completely tagged and commented and everything, uh, all the links that we're using. And if you, in the little box on the top of the screen, if you just type in the episode number, like this one would be 40, you'll get all the links that we are looking at for today. For this episode? Yes. Yeah. I, it's, I, it's, I'm going to still probably go and try and do show notes, but this works a lot better. Then I don't have to hunt them down. They're all right, right there. 
and when we finally get the the show notes page back up and running and current, you won't need to worry about this. Nope. But that's sometime in the future. There's there's a bunch of stuff in the future. Quote, so much stuff in the future. In the future, we're going to have flying cars. Are we? I don't know. Maybe. Sometime? I, I Didn't they demonstrate that that's just completely impractical at this point? That we could do it, but it's just not worth it? I, I, I don't know. I think it'd be kind of worth it. If I could actually fly from here to Seattle as the crow flies rather than... Mm. Up and around? I don't know. I mean, it would be expensive. It would cost a lot of money. You'd have to use different fuel. That is true. Aviation fuel is expensive. Yeah. Why do you think your plane ticket costs so much? Because or would cost are, much. Planes, planes are large. Large things are expensive. Why, you don't think that logic works? Hmm? You don't think that logic works, that the large things are expensive? Well, actually, uh, the, the larger planes, although they're expensive, they make more back because they seat more people. But they're still more expensive than the smaller planes. Yes. I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm just thinking large things and Neither small things. Neither do I, yeah. My, my head hurts after Twixt. <laughs> yeah, Andy and I do this weekly Friday night tournament, kind of the, the child of the Omegathon and the head-to-head tournament. Which we should probably get back to at some point. Yes. And this, this is a whole other thing. Yeah, this week was a game called Twixt, which is a very old game published by 3M. Back in 1962. Uh, very similar to Go in the idea that you're trying to entrap your opponent while performing a task. Basically, yeah. Uh, fun game. Andy got really tired because he had a really long and intense game and then lost the one after that. Yeah. And I I lost at the end, which made me sad. Mm-hmm. So anyway, back to news. Back okay, to the um, news. Can can I hit the can I hit the Microsoft stories? Sure. Stories? We have several. Don't we? Yes, we do have several. Well, By all means. Staring at a list and there should be Story, but anyway, um, okay. So, uh, do you want to hit? Well, I was going to say, do you want to hit Halo up first? To you. But, up to you. But both of these have to deal with Halo, so. Um, well, one more directly than the other. They both. Let's start. Let's start specific and get broad. They both are specific to. Well, oh, okay. I'll go with the specificer. Specificer. Yes. The more specific. That too. Okay. Alright, so um, Halo 3 came out. A week ago. Yeah. A week and a couple days now. Game went gold before it went gold. Yeah. um, More than 2.7 million gamers have played Halo 3 on Xbox Live in the first week. Now that is not necessarily to say they have uh, purchased 2.7 million games. No, but... um, Because I've played online and I I haven't... Well, um, I did purchase it, but... Halo 3... Um, sold uh, has three hundred million dollars in sales in the first week. Jesus, three hundred million dollars, and they spent fifty million on the advertising. I believe that cost more than the game, so you're looking at about two hundred million, pretty much profit. Mm, yeah, about so. Wow, that's so it. How many people did they do they have? How many people bought it approximately? Nope. They just said 2.7 million gamers have played Halo 3 on Xbox Live in the first week. That's too bad. But what? Heck, the game was what? At least sixty dollars. Yeah. So, so what? sixty. You know, three three hundred million divided by sixty. Yeah. Uh. Zero, and then there's three more zeros, and then there's three more zeros. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. How many? That's a lot of zeros. That's five million. Then they can't have sold five million. There's no way they sold five million. But why? Why not? 
Well, first off, only 2.7 million have signed on, and most of those people, I'm sure, didn't buy it. They're all over at their friends. There's no way it sold. Do you realize 5 million, Andy? How long did it take World of Warcraft to sell 5 million copies? A while. It took them a year. Yeah. There's no way that they sold 5 million copies of Halo 3 in the first week. They didn't even have the time to print 5 million CDs. Alright, I'm scrolling through the press release here. And more than 20 million copies of the games in the Halo trilogy have been sold worldwide. Yeah, but that's the trilogy. I know, but it's still it's a lot. Yeah. So even if you just do Halo and Halo 2, that's 10 million each. Maybe if you... They're seven and a half. Five million copies? Could be. I, I just cannot believe that figure. Well, we'll wait for the MPD numbers to come out. Yeah, I guess we'll have to. It came All out, right. what, end of September or... Halo? September 20, yeah, September yeah, 25th. So it should... Numbers should be coming up in a week or two. Yeah, and they should oh, actually oh, be... Oh. Like the, the... Almost the whole week's worth. Yeah. All right. So the less specific... Well, that, uh, that was the more specific. Halo selling yeah. $300 million worth. Less specific is the fact that Bungie is no longer a Microsoft entity. What? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's Bungie, the, the original Apple gaming company? Yes. Which got bought by Microsoft has now broken off? Mm-hmm. Are they going to go back to Apple? Uh no, they're well they're saying they're independent right now. Independent. Yes. So they might be able to produce games for Apple. Uh, maybe, but not likely cuz Apple what? games. Yeah. There there are games on the Mac? Sort of? Not really. There's an interesting little interview with a uh, uh crap what's his name? He's a guy from Steve from Valve, I guess. Uh Gabe Newell. There you go. There we go, yeah. He's like the, the kind of head of Valve. Uh, and he laughs a lot at the Mac and P, uh, Mac gaming. It was pretty funny. Oh, because he... Yeah, Apple games, not so much? Not so much. Yeah. Apple... Uh, evidently, Apple likes to say they're going to get into gaming... And then go to a couple companies and say, how can we get into gaming? And then they don't do anything. Hmm. Hmm. Too bad for Apple. I mean, it's a huge, huge untapped resource for them. Because as much as I... Go ahead. Well, I was going to say not really, because the fact that everybody who's a gamer is already a PC gamer. Every gamer. Yeah, over. for as much shit and hassle as I give Apple, their their OS sucks, personally. Their hardware is great. It's an integrated system. Everything works together because they design it to work together. They cripple it, but they design it to work together. And, I mean, it it would outperform most PCs. Granted, it's also much more expensive than most PCs. But I know a lot of people who the only reason they have Windows is the games. I think they're all crazy. Yeah, probably. Yeah. All right, so um, actually going more into this Bungie Microsoft thing, it seems that Microsoft is keeping an ownership stake in the newly named Bungie LLC and continues publishing its video games for an undisclosed period of time. In addition, Microsoft will retain ownership of the Halo, including the trilogy's cybernetic hero. (laughs) Master Chief is owned by Microsoft. That's funny. Yeah. Just kind of got to laugh at that. What what happens, though, if Bungie comes out with a Halo for another... They can't. Well, no, no, but like a like a Halo type of hit. A Halo-esque? Well, not like Halo-esque in the period of sales and killer app sort of thing for one of the other. Um, unless Microsoft makes uh, an exclusivity deal with them, it can come out on multi-platform. Oh. 
That would be that would that be that'd be great for Sony fans. It'd also be fun to watch them eat their crows so quickly. <laughs> you look at all these Sony fanboys who are like, "Oh, Halo sucks! Halo sucks!" I wonder what would happen if you released Halo for the PlayStation Three. I don't know. Hmm. Oh, all right. In case you're wondering, uh, Major Nelson is online right now playing Halo Three. Is he? Yeah, he's playing a custom game of Slayer. Nice. Should try and get in on one of his games sometime. Blow the shit out of Major Nelson. Right. Oh, come on. He can't be that good. I know, but his friends list is probably completely full. Oh, I'm sure it is. All right. So what else do we have, Andy? Uh, well, I, I think there was something about how Sony screwed up this week, and I can't remember what it was. The uh, Blu- oh. Blu-ray discs? Oh, there's that. Would you like to hit that, and then I'll hit the other? I don't know about this Blu-ray problem, so... Where Where is the Blu-ray? I don't have it on my list. It's right in the middle of the list. It's in the middle of the list. Oh, the, yeah, playback. Ha-ha, <laughs> playback problems. Yeah, I guess that's how Sony screwed up, because they are Blu-ray. Um, the, the new Blu-ray discs just coming out, right? You have Rise of Silver Surfer, Day After Tomorrow... Uh, all the new movies that are just coming out on Blu-ray have something called BD Plus copy protection. All right, it's the newest Sony DRM, and we know how much Sony loves DRM, right? Because we remember the Sony Rootkit. Well, uh, there are now reports coming in about these these discs that they aren't playing in Sony certified Blu-ray players. What? Uh, most of your problems have been reported on Samsung's BDP-1200 and LG's BH-100, which are both said to be incapable, I'm quoting, by the way, incapable of playing back the discs at all. So you go spend $800 on a Blu-ray disc player, and then you go and spend $20, was it, like 20 bucks for a movie? How much does a Blu-ray movie cost? Probably more than 20 bucks, probably 30. Like 40, 40, 30, 40 bucks? I'd say 30. You bring it home, you put it in, and it doesn't load. And it's already open, so if you try and take it back to the store... You are screwed. Now, both Samsung and LG uh, claim that they're aware of this, and that they're trying to get out a patch to correct it. You shouldn't have to patch hardware. This is ridiculous. How how are they gonna how are they gonna patch the hardware? Uh, Blu-ray players are usually connected to the web. What? I don't, or are supposed to be? I, I don't want. I my, know HD players are. I don't want my my DVD player connected to the web. <laughs> what if it catches a cold? <laughs> it starts spamming my Blu-ray player with porn. It's not mine, honey. I swear. <laughs> I was just going to say it's because I don't like it calling back home, but... Yeah, that's the worst part. Uh, no, they're both uh, expected to put out firmware updates. LG says next couple days. Samsung says a uh, couple weeks. Eh, we're not sure. Maybe tomorrow, maybe a couple weeks. Uh, the other way that Sony screwed up, There's if I one? may continue... Oh, yes. This isn't so much how Sony screwed up as how... Nintendo is kicking Sony's ass. Because Nintendo... Okay. Well, when we were at PAX, Andy... Yes. And you you look at all the sumo... uh, The the pillows laying in the halls and all the people sitting on them. Yes. What what would you say the ratio was of Game Boy DSs to PSPs? DS to PSP ratio, I would say... 10 to 1, if not higher. Right. I mean, it was clear that Nintendo was just destroying Sony in this market. Over here, you know, niche market, U.S., geeks, fans of Penny Arcade. Yeah. Not expected to have 10 to 1 around the world, although the DS has been the top of the NDP charts for the last year. Yeah. And the PSP has been kind of down at like 4 or 5. But you'd think that... In in Japan, Sony is the key player. Oh, I highly Sony doubt is, that now. Sony is the... Well, why do you doubt that now? Well, because Nintendo seems to be on the rise. 
in my well, that's true. <laughs> but Sony's Sony's always been kind of the hometown underdog favorite. Yeah, that is true. Japanese products, Sony is Japan. I mean, Nintendo is Japanese as well, but for some reason, the the Japanese tended to flock towards Sony. Mm-hmm. Well, it seems this trend is quickly reversing itself uh, because the uh, an analysis by a Japanese business firm is saying that the DS is just absolutely destroying the PSP and that they're outselling them three to one. Wow. That takes skill. <laughs> well, not that is, skill I mean, him. oh, man. Have you seen the video, by the way, of the guy just, like, ripping apart the UMD, the Universal Media Disc? He rips it apart? Well, because they, they come in this really flimsy plastic case, and he works for a company that does repairs on the UMDs. And so he made a YouTube video about, like, why UMDs suck. That the case is so flimsy, it's almost as if it was made to self-destruct. That the disc, on most CDs, there's a lot of extra plastic on them mm-hmm. to protect the, the data layer. Yeah. And that the UMDs have, like, three. Where a CD has something like 80 to 90, the UMD has three. So if you touch... The, the data on the UMD, it's gone. You've just destroyed the disk. So that, that he was going on and on about how this is ridiculous and that there's no reason this should be a valid media, which I guess is the third installment of how Sony screwed well, up. But every, I don't have a link for that one right now. Well, the Sony and the UMD is like old news. I, when the UMD first came out, people were like, this is stupid. Yeah... People kept bringing up Minidisc and Betamax, which sounds vaguely familiar. Mm. Huh. Kind of the same arguments about Blu-ray. Sony's trying to put their format out there is just... Now, the okay, they do have a niche in the professional market with Betamax, like with newscasts and stuff. I've been out there enough to actually realize that Sony's and the, the Betamax tape players and stuff, but even that's starting to lose to, like, uh, mini-DV and even just some straight-to-hard-disc recorders. Mm-hmm. But, so even, like, the niche of Betamax is even leaving now. And then mini-disc players, like, who the heck you still uses mini-disc anymore? Everybody... Actually, well, everyone has an iPod now, but mini-disc players were huge in Europe. In Europe, like they they actually really caught on in Europe and had the market for a couple of years, and then what happened? Apple came. Ah, uh, I see. Bene vini vici. <laughs> Apple came and this the iPod just, just ate everything up. Yeah, this should be like a motto on Steve Jobs' office wall. I came, I saw, I conquered. Unfortunately, they still have problems breaking into any other market. Like for the phone. <laughs> Speaking of which, you hear, uh, uh, I think it was like two weeks ago, Steve Jobs said that they're still on target for the number of iPhones they wanted to sell this year. Really? Yeah, they wanted to sell something like 10 million iPhones. And people are still buying these? I think they broke a million a couple weeks ago, three months after it's been released. <laughs> There's no way he's going to, that they're going to sell that. No way. What happens oh, okay. Maybe video? not no way. Maybe not no way, but I really don't see them being able to sell nine million more in the next three months. Yeah, you never know. Even with holidays coming. Well, why not? It's it's an iPhone. Christmas yeah. is coming up. LG is coming out with a competitive product. L what? LG. They they just announced it a couple days ago that they've finalized this new product. It looks like the iPhone. It's got a touch screen, uh, but it opens, and there's a QWERTY keyboard on the inside. you got to be kidding me. It's going to be a Verizon phone. Oh, look. There's the uh, article on Engadget. On what? Engadget. I just Googled iPhone. Oh, my goodness gracious. That's like deja vu-ish. Like, there's there's a picture of both of these side by side, and they... that. God, yeah, what's the really... this is the KE850? Yep. Yeah. So LG's coming out with a competitor, which looks very, very similar. And will probably be much cheaper. 
Probably. And it has a QWERTY keyboard built into it. I might be able to use it with T-Mobile. Uh, not if it's a Verizon phone. Mm. Well, you never know. LG does do multiple. Yeah. You never know. So I, I really don't think... And then all these reports coming out from places like Engadget saying it's not worth it anymore. That Apple has destroyed the extra functionality, and it's just not worth spending the money for it. Oh, that's funny. So I don't know what Steve Jobs' plan is, but I hope he has one because he's not going to be able to sell 9 million iPods in three months. We'll see what we'll see what it says at the end of the year. Yep. Watch he'll go out and buy them all and be like, look, look, we sold them. <laughs> all right. So what else do we have to hit? We've hit a lot of stuff that we actually didn't have on the list. Oh, there was more stuff on the list too that, or not on the list that I was curious about. Like stuff like what? The the fact that there's a 40 gig PS3 coming out. Ooh. Not here. Though. So they they started. With the 60 gig for 500. Yep. And they had the 80 gig for 600. Yep. Then they then they lowered the price of the the 60 gig and to 400. They stopped making it. And then they stopped making it. And the 80 gig is 500 now. I do believe so. And then there's a 120 gig for 600. Yes. And now there's a 40 gig mm-hmm. with no announced price. And. Uh, not believe so. Checking out the BBC's webpage. Ah, £299. Because it's only in Europe right now. Really? Mm-hmm. So this is Sony's fuck you to the US. Maybe. Way so to go, Sony. It's going to be a 40 gigabyte PS3 with no backwards compatibility. Ouch. No. Well, that's, that explains how they got the, the price down. Yeah completely throw out the emotion engine and then later completely throw out the the software yeah the motion engine wow. simulator that is kind of ridiculous and they're also cutting the 60 gigabyte model from 425 pounds to 349 pounds that's god i'm you know i used to be a sony fan i swear to god I, I loved the PlayStation 2. I hated the original Xbox when it came out. I thought that Microsoft was really sticking their noses where they didn't belong and that they had done a crappy job on the original Xbox. And they really did. But it was a learning experience for Microsoft, and they used what they learned. Sony just has done nothing for the community. Nope. Except I, I... screw them over at every chance they get. Oh, the, uh, the head of the PlayStation UK branch... I love this quote. He says, quote-unquote, the people who want to get into new technology early are prepared to pay a premium. Didn't Steve Jobs say that same thing? I think so. Like almost word for word? Basically, yeah. It's like, look, people who want the cutting edge are willing to pay cutting edge prices or something like that. Yes, but cutting edge prices doesn't have to mean $600. I mean, holy crap, people. Yeah, but even this 40 gigabyte, 299 pounds, I don't know what that is in U.S. Dollars, uh, let me find out. But there, uh, still no confirmation for the North American market, but um, they are still not making any money off of the unit. Ah, uh, uh, 299 Great Britain pounds. Oh, you're not going to like this. What? With today's rates... Yeah. Keep in mind that the dollar is at an all-time low against, like, everything. Mm-hmm. $610.97. So it's like one pound equals $2? Uh, yeah. Uh, one pound is $2.04. Oh. I mean, it's always been that. A pound has always yeah. been... Actually, a pound used to be, like, 15 bucks to the pound. Crazy. Long time ago. Yeah. But they're still losing money, even though they I'm, cut. They like cut it down. They invested a lot of money to bring the price down, and they're still losing money on each console sold. Then they need to change something because that's just ridiculous. Because is Microsoft still losing money on the Xbox no, 360? Oh no, no, because the the price of the materials has fallen, and they've paid off the the 
cost they've produced so much that the price per unit of the factories and the workers has gone down. Microsoft is making money on the three sixties. And we all know even Nintendo, after dropping the prices. Yeah, Nintendo's making money on the Wii. They said that when they first started out. Yeah. They said at launch we're making like fifty bucks per console. Crazy. And then there's Sony still losing losing ground on every console. Well, they'll make it back on online sales and various other things like With that. The PlayStation Home that got delayed. It got delayed? Yeah, you didn't hear that? No, I missed that. Yeah, it got delayed until sometime early next year. Ooh, oh, that's right, because it was supposed to be in beta this month. It was supposed to be out. Uh, it wasn't supposed to be out in November? October, Late October, early November. Late October. Yeah. Oh, man. Hard hit for Sony. Because that was, that was the big thing they always kept on promoting. Was... Yeah, and if they had that out by the holidays, they actually would have had a chance. Not so much anymore. No, people are just going to buy a 360 and Halo. That's got to be people's Christmas gift. <laughs> Actually, it would be really kind of uh, cute and clever and really mean of parents to buy Halo and you know ma- make sure that the kid opens Halo first. Have the kid go like, Mom and Dad, I, I can't play it. I don't have a 360. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Oh, but son, you no, no, do. No, 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 Dave, Dave, Dave. That that actually happened to our family. Nice. My my. This was back in back. Actually, no joke. Twenty six hundred era. The Atari. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So my parents bought my two brothers Atari twenty six hundred and a whole bunch of games and stuff. But they they played they played super dumb the entire time where they're just like. My brothers are just opening up all the presents, and they're like, well, wait a second. We, this is this is great, but we can't play it. And my parents are like, oh? Well, that's too bad. Um, okay, and then they just keep on like opening more and more stuff, and they're like, but we don't have the console. We can't play it. And then very last present that they open is the console itself, and so they just go from like completely bummed to completely ecstatic when they suddenly realize that all the stuff they were getting they can actually use. Oh, my parents are very sneaky. That's awesome. Very, 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 very sneaky. Sneaky. Yeah, I don't think your parents are going to be buying you a PlayStation 3, though. No. I don't want them to anyway. Speaking of price drops and consoles and new models, there is a rumor. Now, this one, I, I have not seen any real confirmation of this. Certainly not from Microsoft. Uh, but there is a rumor spreading around on the web of a new SKU for the 360. Another one? Another one. So now we have the Ultimate, the Pro, the Core, the Halo Edition. It is the Ultimate, right? Uh, I thought you meant the Elite. Yes, the Elite. Thank you. Eh, elite, Ultimate. Close enough, right? No. Okay. The what Elite, Pro, Halo, and Core. And soon, the arcade. The ar- the arcade. The arcade. It's supposed to come on. It it'll be manufactured. It's gonna be like two hundred ninety, two fifty to two ninety somewhere in there. So it's competitive pricing with the Wii, and if a dollar equaled a pound, it would be competitive pricing with the new PlayStation. But since the PlayStation's actually like six hundred ten dollars, I guess it is really competitive for that. And it's supposed to have. It like bare bone system, almost like the core system, but uh, extra stuff for Xbox Live Arcade. Like it's it's more designed to play on Live Arcade than it is to play games at home. All right, do do you want the the details? They just found it. Go for it. The, the rumors, according to some people, is that originally that Amazon and Toys R Us listed an Xbox 360 arcade console on their websites having the retails dates of 23rd through the 25th as the launch. 279.99 price point. Uh, SKU will feature an HDMI port, wireless controller, memory card, and five Xbox Live Arcade games, Boom Boom Rocket, Pac-Man, Uno, Feeding Frenzy, and Luxor 2. I have a couple of those. Boom Boom Rocket is fun. Yes, if it actually would work correctly on my system. Ooh, well that kind of sucks. Well, but now you have a new system, so you can try it. That is true. Am I going to have to download those all again? Uh, you no, might. No, no, because they're on the hard drive. Okay. 
I oh, hope so. That's brilliant. I forgot about that. I didn't have to I, turn in the hard drive, and so everything's yeah. on the hard drive. I hope so, because usually they're tied to the system. Hmm. That would suck if they made you repurchase all of those. I highly doubt that. If, they, if I have to repurchase anything or I have to redo something, somebody's getting an earful. Oh, somebody's getting an earful. All right. So, uh, so it comes with some arcade games, live arcade games, a wireless controller, HDMI. But all the all the new Xbox 360s are have, they have the HDMI port. Because mm-hmm. they're all Zephyrs. Oh yeah, the winds. The wind, uh, as opposed to the xenons. Is that what they I were think, originally? I called? think the xenon was the not originally because the xenon was the second model. Okay. And the Zephyr is the third, I believe. Mm. I just know but, it as an Xbox 360. Yeah. All sitting right here. All new 360s, almost all. Like 95% of the new ones are Zephyrs. They've almost completely ceased xenon operation. I should see what mine is. Uh, ask Big Red? Yeah. I'd lay money that it's... Oh, no, because it doesn't have the HDMI, so it's probably not a Zephyr. Probably not. Oh, well. Ooh, sucks to be you. It's still new. We'll see what happens when yours actually shows up. Yeah, it'll be the same one. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, so there's this one article here that I'm kind of curious about that's on the bottom. Okay. It's kind of old, but the FCC says the U.S. is in dire need of a national broadband strategy. Yeah, I thought you liked that, actually. This is an oh. article brought to us by Ars Technica. Very nice. And finally, finally, the FCC has, well, passively, aggressively stood up to the uh, teleco corporations, AT&T, Comcast, people like that, and saying that, uh, our internet service sucks, and that we really need to do something to take care of it and make it better. Yeah, this they they list a bunch of the reports that were put out uh, last year and this year. Mm-hmm. U.S. Like ranked US, yeah, eleventh, twelfth, fifteenth, fifteenth, twentieth, and twenty fourth. On different, uh, those are over just this year. Or last year too, yeah. There was two. Two of those were from last year. The rest of them were for this year. For uh... yeah, that's. There's no reason that we should be 24th in something like this. No, especially since broadband, their their broadband data is technically anything faster than 200 kilobits per second. Right. Whereas other countries have it much much faster than that. <sighs> so this is we we have a problem. And yeah, finally, but, the FCC recognizes that we have a problem, and who knows? Maybe we'll actually get something done about that problem. Yeah. That said, I was really, really thankful earlier this week that we did not have state-sponsored internet. Why? Is, oh, well, yeah, because our government because our state government shut down for four and a half hours. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, for those of you not in Michigan and who don't read national news, because it actually made national news, uh, Michigan's government shut down for four and a half hours. Governor Granholm, uh, well, let me let me say that Michigan has a law that says there must be a balanced budget, no deficit. We are not allowed to have a deficit by law, and that the new budget needs to be ready by sometime in September. They extended it this year to October 1st. And they didn't have a budget, so the governor shut down the government. For about four hours, and people finally got together and signed something in the law. Yeah, tax increase. Yay. Oh, boy. It's really funny how you can spin it, though, because someone came up to me and said, like, man, this new 11% tax increase really sucks. And it took me a second, and then I thought about it, and it is 11%. Really? It went up from... 3.9 to 4.3, and that is an 11% increase. 4.3 is 111% of 3.9. That is true. However, you could also say it is a 0.4% tax increase. Oh, that's funny. So you can really spin it in different ways, but it's... Everything also, in politics is about the spin. Yeah, which sucks. We need to leave the country. You know what we need? We need just a freaking 
careful what you say. We need an act of God, natural disaster, to completely wipe out our country so we can start over again. Uh, it might not be fine. Well, think about it. Like, East Coast was originally planned out in 17th century. Yeah. Well, you're, you're saying that we just need an infrastructure rehaul and that the easiest way to do that would be just absolutely destroy what infrastructure is there. Yes. You're not saying, like, natural disaster to, to wipe out hundreds of thousands of people no, 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 no. and we'll kickstart our sense of ethics. Okay, everybody goes up to Canada. For a weekend. Yeah, we bomb. And we just firebomb the country. Yeah. From coast to coast. You come back, power lines, water lines, everything just gone. It's going to be rough to start out with, but hopefully we'll be able to completely... Do Maybe it. if we all just take a vacation in Canada. <laughs> you know, take a month or two. Right. And then we can use all the new jobs of constructing the infrastructure and give them to all the people in Michigan who have no jobs. Or even just jobs to everybody who... We could cut our unemployment rate to almost down to zero. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's like the New Deal all over again. I think we should stop talking along these lines. Why? Why not? This is a brilliant idea. No, it's really not, Andy. What? Andy, I... think of the disruption: hospitals, care facilities. You give them enough warning, they'll prepare. Andy, how you can't prepare for losing power, water. Uh, phone lines, communication, you can't prepare for that. Yes. Not on the scale you're talking about. Okay. Now, so maybe if we did it section by section. Yeah, that will have to be what it is. I could see that. And that wouldn't require a natural disaster. That would just require the government going out and saying, okay, we're done. We did it like this, and now we're going to change it. So this grid, you know, divide the country into grids, this grid... We're going to just sequentially replace your power lines. We're going to sequentially rele uh, replace your cable lines. And we're just going to completely upgrade the infrastructure. Yeah, but when you start doing it like that, we're uh, by with well, – I can't think of the word. Sequentially? Yes, sequentially. Systematically? The, both those will work. If you're doing it that way, basically it will just be people would just take down the infrastructure that we have and put up a new infrastructure in the same exact pattern. I could just—that's how I could see it happening. Hmm. Where you're not actually gonna—you would have to literally start over again. Well, then we have a problem. I know. Not a problem. Country. I think you or I are going to be able to solve very quickly. But we should—we'll talk about it. Oh, Maybe there's... talk to Aaron too. That would be interesting getting Hans on here. <laughs> should do that sometime. All right, so what else do we have? We have a couple. There's one I, I kind of enjoyed. Uh, just It has almost no real value. Uh, the top ten gaming schools. Like DigiPen and Full Sail and... See, that's the best part. They aren't. These, these are top ten real schools. Now, I'm not dissing anyone who went to DigiPen. But DigiPen is not... It's a place where you learn to program games. It's not a four-year university. It doesn't have programs in you know, mathematics, physics, sociology, anthropology, things like that. At least that I'm aware of. I, I could be completely wrong. Uh, but uh, this is on a website called Education Portal. And I'm looking to see who actually went through and did the survey, and I can't find any real source, so I'm kind of hesitant Dave, about this. Dave, yep. Dave, it, it's right there in the second paragraph. Is it? Right Below. under top ten gaming schools. Right under top. Oh, that, oh the, global, the Global Gaming League. The GGL. You, you, you put a link on here to an article. I know, and the worst part is I actually read this article, and I, I still couldn't remember that or see it, I guess. Right. I actually did read this one. Right. I actually read sure. the ones that I posted. I, I actually went through and read them because you sure. yelled at me last week about right. that. Sure. And look what happened. Yeah. So the GGL, which, you know, even that, though, Andy, I mean, having a name doesn't really mean anything. Well, Have they're ever... an online research and specialty interest group. Okay. And we're an online news distribution center. 
Oh, no, we're nowhere near an online news distribution. But, Andy, I mean, you can say whatever you want. Anyways, the the GGL has reported the top ten gaming schools. And I am proud to say... Oh, DigiPen is on there, by the way. It's number five, oh. but they're, it's surrounded by a bunch of other ones, uh, such as Penn State, number two, University of Texas in Austin, number one. So if you want to learn how to game and still have, like, a real accredited degree, University of Texas. Well, uh, no, no, you're, it's, these aren't really like you go there to learn how to game. These are just great places to be a gamer. Well, it's, it's, it, it, to be a gamer and to get a gaming education. Scroll down. There's a whole section about gaming education. Oh, there it is. And then articles that you can get. But when I when I saw this, I'm like, okay, these are the, it's like the top ten party schools. You're not going to go there to learn to get a degree in partying. It's just going to be eh. schools that are great to be gamers. And I like how it's U of M Dearborn, or is it Dearborn Flint? Yeah, I did yeah, see U of that. M Dearborn. That's the. It's like so close, so close to being on the list. Yo, I I heard a statistic, and I'm not sure if I believe it or not, that one of every four U of M students plays World of Warcraft. That's kind of crazy. I think it's North Campus is skewing us over. North Campus is the engineering school. I think that skews the data. So this Global Gaming League doesn't have a uh, Wikipedia entry yet. Uh, they do have a website, though. Do we have a Wikipedia entry? No. Why would we have a Wikipedia entry? Is it wrong if we make our own Wikipedia entry? Uh, the people on Wikipedia would actually probably... And most of the time, actually, like, shut you down, saying that you're not important enough. Oh, come on. Like, there's a limit on space out there? I, I, I go and put a, put a Wikipedia entry up and see how long it lasts. Uh, I'll see what I do. All right. So what else do we have? I don't know. I'm reading about the Global Gaming League. The, the GGL. Yeah, go hit another topic, Dave. Is it, is it the GJL, Global Justice League? Maybe. I don't know. The, the GJL. All right, Dave, hit another topic while I'm reading this. Hit another topic. Why are you reading that? Because it's interesting. Stop reading. We're doing a podcast, damn it. You can read it later. (sighs) Fine. Well, what time are we at? Uh, We're at like 53-something. Okay. Uh, We have one more topic, I think, and then we have to hit the random topic. So what's this one more topic? And I don't know where I put my dice. Damn it. Uh, the, the random topic, not the random topic, the other topic is for several years now. This has been going on slowly and slowly, and it's finally come to, to the culmination, to the climax, as it were. Uh, the RIAA trial, Capitol Records versus Thomas. Oh, that one, that's like, that's and this old, was, isn't it? Yeah, this, well, this was the first one. This was back in Napster and Kazaa. Of sharing music and Capitol Records was suing this poor woman for sharing songs. And there were arguments back and forth and whether or not it should even go to court. And she decided to fight the suit. And the, the RIAA and Capitol Records said, uh, fuck you. You can fight the suit all you want. We're taking you to court. And there was... There was testimony back and forth. There was a little drama when the president of Capitol Records was barred from testifying, uh, mainly because he wanted to use it as a soapbox, and the judge didn't want to allow that. Thank God. Uh, there was a lot of, uh, of back and forth about whether or not there was any proof that it was actually Thomas that was downloading and sharing the music, that it could, if you have an open wireless connection, it could be anyone nearby who could just log on to your connection and start downloading music? Well, evidently that is not a valid defense because the jury awarded $9,250 per song in damages. Ouch. So that's... Well, what... That's not so bad because Capitol Records wanted 150000 per song, which is a little much. <laughs> But even nine thousand two hundred—that—that's a lot of money for a song. Oh yeah, especially now you could probably get all and, the stuff on iTunes. Yeah, and so the grand total was two hundred and twenty thousand dollars in damages. That's crazy. That's a lot of money. 
So the RIAA in the first trial that actually went to trial, because a lot of times they'll settle out of court or they'll actually drop the case if they really don't have any ground to stand on. And they came out and they won. Not so happy about this. No. Oh. I I would love to talk to the jury, but this they is, probably already left. Oh yeah, this is a, a bit of a step backwards. Oh yeah, in the the path of the DRM, it's going to end. I swear to God, because these companies are shooting themselves in the foot. It's costing them more money than they're ever going to get. It it's not worth it. There was the open letter that the guy wrote to the Canadian recording industry. Uh, about shutting down Demonoid. Did you oh, read that? Is it back? Oh, Demonoid's back up again. I remember that. Yeah, Demonoid's back up. Uh, they've closed off Canadian Ooh. access. Much like ISO Hunt has closed off U.S. That access. That can't access that anymore. Yeah. God, oh, I'm so behind on the times. Uh, way to go, Andy. And it's part it, well, not really your job, but your your duty as a podcaster to know this stuff. Okay. Sure. Uh, but the open letter, he, he kind of rips the CRIA a new one about, you're being idiots, I buy more music because of Demonoid, because I discover all these new bands, and here, henceforth I will never purchase a, a CD again. He refuses to buy any new music that has any penny, any cent, Canadian cent, which used to be worth less than an American cent, now is worth more. If any of that goes to the CRIA, he will not buy the disc. So, I applaud people like that. The I question is, great. where is this $222,000 going? <laughs> Into the RIAA's pocket? You think the artists are going to see any penny Probably of that? Not. I guarantee not. It's, it's ridiculous. It's, it's a corporation that wants money, and they found a way to get it, and they'll go after it. It's not about piracy. It's not a well. It's sort of. It's it's about money. Probably. It's about them wanting all of it. I just I just kind of wonder what this is going to do now for the other what twenty thousand cases the RAA currently has out. Um, they'll probably start taking them out one by one. Of course, now they have precedents. Mm-hmm. Just hell if they if they get precedence and they start winning these other ones then they'll probably go after more people they'll round up the next batch time to start securing your network and encrypting your torrents all right and on that happy note random topic the random topic I don't know where my dice is but if you can hear me typing uh, I am loading up my random number generator that one. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. One D twelve rolled. A six. One, two, three, four, five, six. Best fantasy novel and why? Oh crap! Novel or? Does a series count, like a trilogy? I mean, a whole series won't count, but does a trilogy count? I don't know. It says best fantasy novel, and why? Can we just pretend a trilogy counts? I, I don't care. I haven't really read any fantasy novels. Lord of the Rings. I still haven't finished that series. I've tried reading that series ten times. Ouch. It's a. There are parts of it that are really boring. Uh, I will most admit that. Of it is... But it's, it's really the foundation of the fantasy setting. <sighs> and if you go to Dungeons and Dragons, you go to Warcraft, you go to any game in the fantasy universe, it has its roots in Lord of the Rings. Really in The Hobbit, but... Was there anything really out there before Lord of the Rings? Um, well, there was things like the, the Brothers Grimm and Fae's and Fairies. You know, Shakespeare had fantasy. That is true. Um, it's technically considered a high fantasy novel. Lord of the Rings? It's uh, a subgenre of uh, the fantasy fiction. Uh, according to Wikipedia, beginning perhaps with the Epic of Gilgamesh, earliest written documents known to humankind is a fantasy. The Odyssey is a fantasy. Iliad is a fantasy. Uh, but really, I'd say that the modern fantasy 
comes from Tolkien and yeah. Lord of the Rings. So that's I'd say that's probably my my answer is Lord of the I Rings. I might have to go with C.S. Lewis actually. The Chronicles of Narnia. It's not well. That that's different. Yeah, it's still fantasy though. Yeah, it is. Well, Harry Potter is oh, fantasy. Really. Hell, Buffy the Vampire Slayer is technically fantasy. Oh, I'd like Harry Potter, though. Harry Potter is good. Yeah, but I, I would I certainly wouldn't call it, like, the best. Although, I guess it depends how you define best. Mass market appeal? Granted. Well, then Harry Potter definitely yeah. has it. But, how, how you know, many people, it, where would Harry how many Potter people be? people started reading again because of Harry Potter? Uh, it depends if they kept on reading. I'm just saying, got back two books because of Harry Potter. Okay, uh, probably a lot. You can't really say that from Tolkien or even C.S. Lewis or even. Ed. Well, I'd I'd argue that in their time, you probably could. But what do you mean in their time? Well, Lord of the Rings is how old? Uh, old. I don't know off the top of my head. Uh, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. Lord of the Rings published 54. So you're right that it's old. So in 54, who's to say that this was not something that... I mean, you just came out of World War One. You've got Korea going on. Who's to say that this is not a book that incited people to read? Could be. It very, I mean, Harry Potter could just be the Lord of the Rings of the modern age. Maybe. Which is kind of sad to think about, given one's a serious novel and the other's a children's book. One had a, a woman sitting at a computer and another at a No, no, no. She, she, was, at, she was at a typewriter. Oh, she was at a typewriter, yeah. wasn't she? she yeah. Had to... But, I mean, Tolkien, like, invented a language. So? Did that... with, with grammar and structure and syntax. Does that really add that much to the story? Uh, the story, no, but the the concept of the fantasy world, yeah. But th there's a point, though. It's it's the the whole language is superfluous. No. Is it does it really matter if it makes sense? No. It's just the, the fanboys would rise it up on a pedestal. It doesn't add anything to the story if the the made up language actually. It's the made up language is a MacGuffin. Well, but that's the point. I I think that's kind of the point, though, is that it doesn't necessarily add to the story but it's even more for people to get involved with it's another way to get into the universe the story's a story a story is not i, I just don't see the fact of the whole universe making lord of the rings the best fantasy well, novel aren't aren't books supposed to to transport well not always but supposed to be able to transport you to a different world could be and don't you want that world to be fully described? Not if it bores me to death. Well, but Andy, everyone isn't you. Well, if some people are really great about the elven language, then woo. Well, but the point is, you don't need to. You don't care about it. You don't need to worry about it. It's not there to get in your way. Does it? Grumble, grumble, grumble. Say it. You know you want to. Not gonna do it. All right. I'm, I'm not gonna no. do it. Not gonna go there. Nope. Read my lips. It's not the best. I'm gonna stand by that. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I'm going to stand by thinking it's better than Harry Potter. I'm fine with Harry Potter. Maybe a little bit of C.S. Lewis, but Lord of the Rings, not, not. It was a good movie. I do have to say, the movies were great. Oh, the movies were nothing compared to the books. The movies threw out most of the stuff that was not needed. I thought the movies threw out too much. I granted they had to because they had no time, but they just threw out too much. The last movie, there was no point to the last movie. They threw out the sacking of the Shire. The Sire got shacked. Yes, Andy, the Sire got shacked. Sacked. He shacked up with the 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 princess of the elves. Really. That would be interesting. Go read the last I, book, Andy. Just the last half of it. Sorry. Not, You've seen the movies. I'm sorry. You don't need to read those parts anymore. Just read the last half of the last I'm sorry, book. Dave. I just can't do that. Uh, so how much of the Harry Potter books have you read, Dave? Okay, All good. of them. Just double check. 
and all three Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit and half of the Silmarillion. The what? But the the Silmarillion was really, really boring. I see. Silmarillion is uh, kind of the... Mm, hard to right, explain. Dick, what if I do this? What if I listen to the BBC 12-part radio adaptation of the story? Possibly. I think I'd have to listen to it, too, just to make sure it's still got the, the real stuff. The good stuff. Alright. Uh, I think yeah. that's it. I'm, I'm, I'm out. Uh, one last thing. We've been saying this for two weeks, and it's really almost there, is the new forums are almost completely up. Uh, they are active. I'm not telling anyone the address because Andy and I are still moving things over and, and adding, reorganizing the forums. And then hopefully I will just be able to move it back to where the current forums are. Right. Uh, the current forums will stay open until I move the new ones. Okay. But very, very soon we will have new forums. Ooh. Yay. Yay! And then the main site will come after that. <laughs> Eventually. Let's not get too ahead of ourselves here. Okay. Just saying. Just saying. Hey, if you want to go and design the new site, well, by all means, because you know about as much as I do. Get, wait until the end of the month. Okay. So. All right. We got to end this, though, because it's 2.30 in the morning, and I have to get up for a football game. You're actually going to the football game? I am going to the Eastern U of M football uh, game. I'm going to sleep. You're going sleep. to work. And then we'll go to work. Sleep? Okay. So I will... Yes, I'm going to the I'll, Eastern I'll call game. you up after uh, Eastern Beats Michigan, Dave. Uh, I guess I'll talk to you in a couple of years. <laughs>